When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The other side of the glass is on. Oh my God. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hour number two of the program here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris Thomas hanging out with you till 6 o'clock this evening. Our last hour, as always. Brought to you by the Man Cave Store for family, friends, and fun. Visit mancavestore.com. And our conversation with our buddy Joe DeLeon was the NFL Blitz, which is brought to you by Priority Men's Medical Center. Check out PriorityMensMedical.com. All right. So what are we talking about this afternoon? Well, I'm glad you asked. We're talking about the Atlanta Braves. Why? Because I was listening to John Fricky a little bit on the way over, and... He really grinded my gears, man, because I just disagreed so much with what he had to say about the state of the Braves. And that's what makes Sports Talk Radio great, by the way, that you can have one host on the air for four hours who feels one way, and then you can have another host come on for the next four hours who feels a completely different way. And that's what makes it so great, and that's why I love taking your calls at 404-726-0929. I just feel like between Jared Kelnick and left field, career 202 hitter, guy that's never proven it before, a bench that consists of Luis Guillorme, David Fletcher, and Forrest Wall, and the back end of your rotation featuring two guys who, let's just be honest, one had a collapse last season and the other one hasn't been good since 2018. It's just a lot, man. It's just a lot. And when your team, listen, when you have A.J. and on the first day of camp, first day, say World Series or bust, yeah, guess what? He's right. This team is World Series or bust. In my opinion, they're one of only three. You got the Houston Astros, you got the Dodgers, and you got the Braves. Those are the only three teams in World Series or bust in 2024. So what do you guys think? Am I off my rocker or do you agree with me that they didn't do everything they could have done in 2024? Let's start with Scott in Atlanta. Scott. Hey, how you doing? What's up, Scott? Hey, so the question is, did they do enough? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 100% agree with you. And you know, it's, it's interesting how you and John are on complete opposite ends. But um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you and disagree with John. And I want to tell you why. Well, if you look at the past two seasons, our seasons have been defined due in the postseason. We've got absolutely, we've been absolutely embarrassed by the Phillies. And are we are are they scared of us? No, absolutely not. Every time they have to play us, they know they're going to win. And how how we responded? Watch this. I watched the series this past this past postseason, thinking to myself, okay, someone's going to step up. Someone's going to some leadership is going to step up. Somebody's going to say, uh-uh, we're not going out like this. 
And I just kept scratching my head, getting frustrated, thinking, are we really going to go out like this? I, I, I have a lot of questions on this team, but first of all, I don't really see the leadership. And I think that John was right when he talked about Acuna needing to step up in the postseason because we don't have really anyone from this team that has truly stepped up and truly been a leader in the postseason. So that's the uh, and, 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 and I'll let you finish, He, the only addition they did make was a guy who has a 202 career batting average. That was the addition right. they made to their starting lineup. Go ahead. Right. So the other thing I wanted to make, too, um, you know, the, the Dodgers, they, they kind of they try to stack the deck for, for them, and I think they severe. I, I mean, they really upgraded their, their lineup. Will it work out for them? That remains to be seen. But um, I think our focus really needs to be, before we even think about a World Series, we, we have to have that mentality that if we face the Phillies again, we're going to get past them. Because right now, they've got everything that we're trying to be. They've got the superstar in Bryce Harper. We haven't had a superstar step up. We've got to get past them before we think about World Series and even the Dodgers on top of that. But right now, I just think this team didn't stack the, didn't stack the deck. They don't have a leadership. And they've got to have someone that steps up in October that says, uh-uh, we're not going out like that. Yeah, Scott, I appreciate the phone call. Good points. Um, I'll tell you what, A.J. Minter and Spencer Strider setting the tone the way that they did is a good first step to doing that. Will it translate into action? I don't know. The only time will tell. Ronald Acuna Jr. can only do so much, guys. He's a one-man wrecking crew. And if nobody else is going to step up, then, you know, what is he supposed to do? What is he supposed to go scream in the face at Ozzy Albies and Matt Olson and 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 Austin Riley and everybody else who didn't hit in the postseason? No, that's not that's not how baseball works. It's not a rally the troops type of sport. But if you do have some spunk, it goes a long way. 404-726-0929. Ed is in Lawrenceville. Ed, you're in the game. Hey, Chris. Um, hey, I, I really enjoy listening to you. Thanks. I just wanted to uh, re- reply a little bit about you know, the Braves and, and what they've done. Yeah, I would love for them have to have done more. I think, I don't know what Liberty Media's salary cap is, and we're never going to find out, but I think Alex is... Well, I think it's zero know, now. Hang on, I'll let you finish, but I think it's zero now because I'm pretty sure they're not affiliated with the Braves anymore. Okay, well, who... They're their own. They're they, their own entity now, I believe. So uh, they so they okay. set their they set their own rules. Yeah. Okay. But go ahead. Continue. All right. I guess we lost that there. He was he was so dumbfounded by the fact that Liberty Media and the Braves are not as tight knit as they once were that he couldn't even finish his point. Astounding. Appreciate you, Ed. 404-726-0929. Tom in Cartersville. Tom, you're next. Good afternoon, Chris. What's up, Tom? Well, I've been listening to your show and listening to a lot of good points. But, you know, I'm old, and I'm old school baseball. But I go back to the Walter Austins, Ralph Hout days. The Braves probably bring out the best lineup in baseball, or one of the best lineups. Yeah, but I was just like I've told my sons the last two years. Three years ago, the Braves won the World Series despite the manager. But I've told them the last year they would get put out in the first round. You can't come to a baseball game and have your plan on how the baseball game is going to go. You got to plan as the game goes, not before it goes. 
just like the manager that won the World Series last year, he goes, ask, you know, what's your plans for tomorrow's game? He says, hey, I won't know my plan until the game starts and get into the game. But I'll, I'll let you finish. But that's that's not a Brian Snicker problem. That's a modern baseball problem. You know, so like I said, I'm, I'm old. I'm old school. You go, that's fine. You know, those players, they work for the, – the, he's the manager. <laughs> he's the boss. You know, I was in business – my whole life. I never let my employees run the company. <laughs> well, you, you know, didn't, you didn't you run a major league baseball a pitcher team. In, do what? <laughs> no, I didn't own a baseball team, but I do know when you bring a pitcher in, if he gets them out, then you bring him back the next inning. Hey, he, he may pitch two or three innings, but then you don't pitch him for three or four days, just like old school baseball. I don't see how they have to come out and pitch every day because by the end of the season, you'll have half of them on the IR. Well, right, Tom, and I thank you for the phone call, but that's why depth is so important, right? And that's why trying to count on guys like Chris Sale and Bryce Elder is a gigantic gamble because, Tom, you're right. You do need to be able to rely on these guys to come out every fifth day and make their starts, and you're counting on two guys that weren't able to do that successfully, one, for an entire half of the season last year, and two, since 2018. So you're right. Depth is really important in terms of snit. I mean, come on. Snit's one of the best managers in the game. You, 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 you can't be old school in 2024. It just doesn't work. They, they, the game will not allow you to do that. Brian Snicker will not have analytics run his team, but it will have to be a part of his team. That's just how it works. Uh, let's, go to, uh, let's go to Bobby in Southwest Atlanta. Bobby. Hey, what's going on? You know, I, let's put it this way. Baseball is one of those sports, like every sport, that is managed for the whole year. And so what? The guy in left field hit 202. He's going to be greatly helped for three reasons. First, the two guys that are hitting in front of him, the two guys that are hitting behind him, and the configuration of the ballpark when it gets hot. You know what I mean? So that's going to be a, a help for him. The other thing is, is that with Chris Sales and, 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 and Bryce is that, look, as many runs as we score and they're pitching in the fourth and fifth spot, they're not going to have to have an ERA of two-something. We'll score enough runs to help them out. And then the other thing is they're not going to pitch every fifth day. And the third thing that I would say is I trust Anthopolis is if we need something a little extra, he's going to find a way to get us three for two or two for three to come on and put on the bench and help us out. And not to mention the last thing I would sit there and say is this. The Phillies played the way they did. I don't sit there and see them playing that way for the next two or three years or even this year. They got to come up and play, and we got to come up and play. And I do agree with you. We got to have a little bit of attitude. But the last two years, if they got anything in it all, it'll make them have a little bit of attitude. Wouldn't it make you have a little attitude? Let me ask you this, because you brought up something. Yes, it would, but let me ask you this, because you brought up something I think is interesting. You're talking about how maybe guys like Sale and Elder won't need to be relied on to make a turn every time through. How many? If I set the over-under at nine and a half times that Chris Sale goes out this season and gives you more than five and two-thirds innings, what would you do? Uh, not... Uh, I- I'd want a little more, but I always want more. Right. I don't but, want less. But okay, but so, the other so thing what about hap- what you just hang, said is this. Hang on, hang on. I'll let you finish. But what happens if that number hits? All those extra innings go where? Right to your bullpen. That's true. But here's the other thing that I didn't even mention is that in the preseason, 
there may be one or two people that we look at that are going to need a little seasoning in the minor, in the double A AA and triple A that you can count on moving on up later in the season. You know, there is that. One thing about Anthopolis is he's going to beat the drum somewhere around during the season to help you out. That I trust 100%. All right, I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, but it's too many ifs. If this guy performs well in the minors, if Chris Sale gives you more than 10 starts with five and two-thirds in it, like all these ifs are not acceptable to me when you are, let's all say it again collectively in our cars, World Series or bust. Those ifs are reserved for teams on the come, like the Orioles, like the Twins, or teams that are just hoping and praying that they'll make it back to the playoffs, like the Yankees and the Mets. The Atlanta Braves are not in that category, and I refuse to accept that they are. They're just not. It's them, the Astros, Dodgers. One more before we go to break. Glenn in College Park. Glenn, finish us off. Chris. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. What's up? Good. The only issue I have is uh, Michael Harris, man. I I feel like he played, had a great season. Um, The only issue that I have is I feel like, you know, the bat kind of left him in the postseason. Um, I agree with you. World Series a bust. You know, I feel like we have a great chance to, you know, if we match up with the Phillies again or anybody in the National League, I think we'll we'll compete with them. But like I said, the only issue I have is getting Michael Harris to show up this season and in the postseason for us. Yeah, I appreciate it. And that's another thing, too. Another caller previously before brought up Arcia. Is he going to be the player in the first half or the second half? Michael Harris, is he going to be the player in the first half or the second half? That's going to be an issue. So it's not all of these things that we're just counting on for the Braves to be a given, combined with all of those question marks that I've been laying out about left field, about the bench, and about the back end of the rotation. It's not just a slam dunk given. And I appreciate the phone call. Got to let you go just because we got to run. We got to catch a break here. 404 726 Great job on the phones. We'll open them up again in a little bit. Hang on if you're still there. If not, I'll get you next hour. 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. But when we come back, we're going to get our producer in the mix. Noelle's going to jump in with her first ever producer six-pack. If you listen to me on the weekends, you know what that is. Four sports questions of any kind and two lifestyle questions. What is she going to ask me about? She's going to ask me about my dating life. She's going to ask me about my cat. She can ask me about my favorite movie. It's all on the table. Don't go anywhere. We're going to have a little fun next on President's Day. Sports Radio 929 The Game. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Track me down. It was a mess. A lot of tears. Well, now that we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, including all my favorite super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my shows and... Ha! Found you. The heck? How? You left to find my tablet on. This generation, ruining the game with their performance enhancers. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity for a reliable connection throughout your home. Now through February 25th, get gig-speed internet for $35 a month for 12 months when you add unlimited mobile. Plus, get Wi-Fi equipment included for two years. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan auto pay stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Tax and fees extra may change. Gig-speed Wi-Fi requires gig internet and Xfinity gateway. After 12 months, internet increases to $60. After 24 months, regular rates apply. Xfinity mobile requires Xfinity internet. Actual speeds vary. 
The first sign your water heater is failing is the sudden high pitched yelp from my husband in the shower. Sometimes the clues are that obvious. Nothing sadder than a grown man letting out a yelp. And there's nothing better than a new RS Andrews water heater installed the same day. Same day. The same day as the yelp. That's a relief. Our warehouse is stocked and we have trucks ready to roll. And we'll have a house full of smiles. And no yelps, yipes, or yips. Schedule at rsandrews.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Find out what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Lease the new 2024 Forte LXS for $209 a month for 24 months with 3015 due at signing for well-qualified lessees during the President's Day sales event. Kia, movement that inspires. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. New 2024 Forte LXS 2.0 liter FWD IVT 21,415 MSRP. MSRP includes destination handling and excludes taxes, title, registration, license fees, options, and retailer charges. No security deposit required. Prices up by dealer and may vary. Subject to credit approval by Kia Finance. Lessee is responsible for insurance, maintenance, repairs, 20 cents per mile, over 10,000 miles a year, excess wear, and a $400 termination fee. Subject to dealer participation. Offers may not be combined except where specified. Must take delivery by 3424. Limited inventory available. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Dana Carvey and David Spade here. You might know our podcast, Fly on the Wall, featuring guests from across the entertainment industry. We decided to do a spinoff called Superfly, and it's fun. It's just two of us riffing on current events, pop culture, catching up, impressions. Joe, Trump's trying to be a dictator. Yeah, just uh, so, you know, bump on the tater tots. Joe, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to and follow Superfly on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. The other side of the glass is on. Oh my God! Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. A reminder that the 3 p.m. hour is brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair. Driven by excellence and building successful partnerships. Chris Thomas hanging out with you until 6 o'clock this evening. Caleb Johnson comes your way then. I'm excited to chat with him about... NBA All-Star Weekend, because as our Hawks, our intrepid Hawks reporter, he is dived in. I know that's not a word. I'm making it up. But I'm excited to talk with him. All right. We're going to talk with Noel here. Before we get to your producer six-pack, what do you think about what we've been talking about today? You've been hearing me yap for an hour and 20 minutes now, and you've listened to a lot of our callers. How do you feel about the Braves going into the season, Noel? Everything you've said so far is valid. It is. 
but I'm not ready to lean so much into the pessimistic aspect of it. And that's because AA hasn't quite failed yet on his rehab projects. And that's really what this is. Like he tries to fill out and round out a lot of physicians with some, you know, players that need to prove some things and maybe need to have a bounce back year. You know, you can kind of get them on the cheap. You know, when he played well, they, they wouldn't be at that cost. That's, that's kind of what's happening. And I feel like until we get punished, then we probably will. Um, You've been punished the last two. <sighs> and that that's where some of my urgency is setting in. Because it's it this isn't, you know, the dogs who won back-to-back. The Braves won one. Right. And then it's been a backslide for the last couple of years. Right. So. And, and part of the problem is one of the callers is right. Um, the, the big brother factor in the, in the division is, is missing. The, the Phillies have absolutely no qualms with coming in here to play. And not necessarily that they know they're going to win, but they know they got a shot. Well, it's been not only do they have a shot, they've been dominant. I mean, I mean, yeah. They, they own the Braves right now. And yeah, it's, and that's because they come in here from what, especially last season, they came in here with a way different – Intensity, and that's why I like hearing the conversation of World Series of Bus because I think that was around the clubhouse last year, but it wasn't to this intent. Like now, they really feel like they have something to prove. Yeah, because every year that goes by is another year of Ronald and Ozzy and Matt Olson and Austin Riley. I mean, and Sean Murphy. Like every year, every year that goes by, that you don't win another one, those guys just get a year older and a year more expensive. That's what's going down right now. Well, they have to know that the Phillies just put up pictures uh, of them beating the Braves again this year in their clubhouse, and that has to that has to feel some type of fire, some type of saltiness in you if you're down there in Sarasota right now. It's probably why everybody is down there in Sarasota right now. Yeah, here's the thing, Noel. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Jared oh, yeah, Kelnick. Yeah, you like me. Like when yeah. I throw out those those real life, not necessarily pessimistic, but but pragmatic. Uh, 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 things that are actually on the table that we all want to ignore. I'm with you. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I want Jared Kelnick to come in here and bat 300, hit 30 home runs, and be you know the comeback player of the year in baseball. I want Chris Sale to have 15 wins, a 3-5 ERA, and be the guy that he was. I want Bryce Elder to come in here and be a potential all-star again. But it's just I'm starting every single sentence with if, 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 yeah. if. I want. If. I want. I, I hope. I dream. I wax poetic sitting up here on my bully <laughs> pulpit. All right, with that said, let's go, baby. Producer Six Pack. Time for the Producer Six Pack on the other side of the glass. Six questions. Six questions. Six chances to produce greatness. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. All right. Well, Turtle, on our first ever edition of Producer Six Pack with you, my first question is, how big will the World Cup games be for Atlanta? Oh, I think it's going to be a game changer for the city uh, for those couple of couple of weeks. I don't know how long it's going to stretch out to entirely, but eight matches, right? We had the the day it was announced. I was actually on the air. We had Dan Corso, the president of the Atlanta Sports Council, join me, and he was over the moon about it. And I think it's it's going to be an event that brings everybody together, no matter what your culture is, your age, your heritage, your religion. It's something that everyone can appreciate the global game that is soccer, right? So I think it's going to be great for the city. It's going to open up job opportunities. It's going to open up opportunities for people to network, to meet people from not only different parts of the state, different parts of the country, different parts of the world. I think it could have a chance to be the biggest event in the city since the Olympics, dare I say? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. On dare that I say? 
especially with that many games and with as big as yeah, eight's eight's a lot, man. Because each is a lot. each one is like a mini championship game. Yeah, basically. That, it's, so if you're looking for like how is it gonna feel, each one of those games is gonna have like a Chick Fil A game feel to it. Ooh. So you get eight of those in the span of a few weeks. Wow. That, that little area over there by Dominic Way is going to be packed for a lot of days. Um, okay. Other than quarterback, what is the Atlanta Falcons' biggest opportunity position? Yeah, this is interesting and something we've been – everyone's trying to figure it out, right? Like, list season is here. So you got, is it draft an edge rusher like a Jared Verse or a Dallas Turner? Is it try to get, as we talked about with Joe DeLeon, that, num- that true number two wide receiver – I don't think Jeff Okuda is coming back, so I think you're going to need a, a, a CB2. Uh, I don't think Richie Grant is going to play much next year, so I think you're going to need another safety besides Jesse Bates. So, I mean, you're replacing center. Are you bringing back Caleb McGarry? Mm-hmm. He was – I know he's under contract, but he still can't damn pass block. He that man pass can't block. pass block. So there's a lot of holes to fill, but I'm still going to say edge rusher because I don't think both Bud Dupree – and Calais Campbell are coming back. I think it'll only be one, maybe none. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say they get either Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, or Russell Wilson, and then they spend that number eight pick on a edge rush. Oh, finally, try to fix that. Twenty years in the making. Yeah, okay. the, the last time somebody had double digit sacks for the Falcons, I believe, was Vic Beasley. Yep, that was a long. The time magical ago. Super Bowl year when he got the. When he got to play Tyson Brylow. The minister. No. I mean, that was like third. That was a third right there. Yeah. playing Tyson Brylow on his own. Um, which 2004 free agent could make the difference for the Hawks? Who do you think? There's people like Mikel Bridges out there. No, well, before you even continue, here's my problem. <laughs> Who the hell wants to come to the Atlanta Hawks right now? Players are trying to leave the Atlanta Hawks, not come to the Atlanta Hawks. Like, I'm only half joking, too. Like, I know. The most depressing part about this joke is you could have said this in, in 97, 2000, 2004, 2010. Beca- because, like, as great as Trey is, we've clearly seen that it takes a special mix for his game to be truly represented in the playoffs because they keep getting squashed by big men every single year. Clint just can't do it. Double O just can't do it. So until they get a big man to pair up with Trey, I don't like Mikael Bridges is a nice player. Is he going to make any more difference than DeJounte? I don't know. Is he? That's a nice player. I like his game. He's 20 points a night. He plays defense. I mean, sure, bring him over. Do the Nets are the Nets going to rebuild around him? I don't I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're doing either. So I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say there's not really a logical fit out there, as sad as that, that is to see. Like, guys like Cat, who are rumored to be gone, he's not. Why would he go anywhere now? The Timberwolves are first place in the West. Right. I mean, you're not getting Jokic. You're not getting Giannis. You're not getting Embiid. Who, and, and, who's and that's the, guy? the problem because it's, it's center. Like, you you have your small ball center in double O. You play small ball, looking like he's going to start looking like he's gonna start being able to play some, some, some uh, power forward. But – what are you going to do there at center? Because to me, that seems to be the, the big question mark. Like, if Hunter can get healthy 
at the wing position, and that takes that off the table too. Even though I think you could upgrade. Oh, there, that, but really that guy drives me. F- yeah, he drives me bonkers, Noel. Yeah, because that shouldn't be an issue. But every season since he's been drafted, we're having number the four. Mark. Number four. Straight up. Overall. Four. Overall, number four pick. And, and can't stay healthy. Doesn't produce when he is. And can we be honest? That's why he's still here and we're still trying to figure it out. Because yeah, if you get rid of him, in, who in then their that right whole mind? draft is just a bust. Who in their right mind would trade for DeAndre Hunter right now? He's got so, a fat contract and he doesn't stay healthy. I'm he's played pretty good in the past, like, Yeah, since of, he's been back from yeah, the Yeah, like a couple of weeks. He's had a nice little run. But, I mean, it's not, what is it, year four for him? Yeah. I mean, it's a little a little too late at this point. And that that's part of the problem. To, to me, it's like the same sample size and money issue that you have with with Justin Fields on the on the, on the football side. Um, okay, do you like the changes to the Braves uniform? No, they fumbled the bag so hard in general with the uniforms. Yeah, have you been seeing all the posts about? Comparing last year's jerseys to this year's jerseys, yes. Oh, it's like a, actual it's a, quality. It's a mess. Oh, I didn't real. I thought it was just me. I didn't realize we all had beef with this one particular manufacturer. But um, yeah. yeah, it rhymes with uh, Tyke Smith, former <laughs> Georgia Bulldog player. Um, they really fumbled, man, and it, everyone was trying to say. Oh well, they don't really manufacture it. They just put their logo. No, 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 no. The specs are Nike. The specs are Nike. So you look at the names. So the names are like half. If you haven't seen this yet, so the the name on the back of the jersey is half the size as it normally is. The numbers are reduced by like 30, 40%. And it looks like it's one of those cotton beer league softball jerseys that you get at like Academy or Dick's for $19.99. And they just slapped an iron on on the back of it. It's really bad. It, it it is, and if and if it's gonna be that, then why even do? I mean, I know why we're doing it, but why even do all the special money, city of different jerseys? Exactly. But it's like money. if they're gonna be so poor quality, why why even? Do, I mean, even even the players are upset. Well, that's the funniest part about it is it's like it's not just us fans who <laughs> spend the hard earned money that we get. You know. All nine nine ninety nine an hour I make here at Sports Radio ninety two nine the game. You know if I'm if I'm spending one hundred and twenty on a jersey, that thing better be fresh. Yeah, and if you're the players, it's not just how it feels on me, but also I get a piece of that revenue. So if they decide they don't want to buy these quality jerseys, you're also messing with my income now. But you know what? Unfortunately, Noel, it costs too much to do a recall. They're not going to do it. Oh no, we're going to have to wait and they're going to sell. Year. Yeah, we're going to have to wait till next year. Unfortunately. So, okay. What was your favorite sports film growing up as a kid? Ooh, uh, Sandlot, gotta okay. be. Yeah, okay, cla- that was good, right in my classic. right in my wheelhouse. I was the perfect age when that came out. Um, I didn't understand all the references at the time. Now I do, and I think it's better now <laughs> than better. I did then. Yeah, exactly. the, the Sandlot, Sandlot, no doubt. That was it for me. I asked that because somebody posted a gift of angels in the outfield the other day, and I was like, oh, childhood memory unlocked. Yeah. I used to love, and maybe it's because I played for the Gresham Angels. I don't know, but I used to love that movie. Oh, I'm, doing the, I'm doing the Christopher Lloyd. Uh, it makes, uh, makes me want right to watch now. it again. Oh, that I love that one. film. You know what's funny? Um, <clears throat> I, as a kid— I was obsessed with the movie The Lion King. It's my favorite movie growing up. And on The Lion King VHS, they would run like trailers for movies that were coming out. And that was one of the movies they had the trailer for. It was. I remember before that. Before The it Lion was. King VHS. I never forget. It was that. And let me see if you remember this one too. It was Dunstan Checks In. I monkey, do kind of remember the Dunstan monkey, The Monkey Check- Movie. Wow. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> how about that? Deep into the archives here. <laughs> 
all the way back to the VHS tape. Okay, what are you watching right now, Turtle? The last, not The Last of Us, um, the, the True Detective. Okay, see, everybody keeps saying that Jodie Jody Foster's killing it right now. She is. It's a little, so, have you seen any of them? I, I know of them, I know what's okay. going on, but I haven't watched them yet. So this one's a little bit of a depart. like, the first three had no, it was like straight, um, you know, like, cop drama, all that kind of stuff. This one is kind of veering into some, like, supernaturalish territory Ooh. that is making it very interesting but um I'm interested to see where the finale goes they've set it up very nicely it's it's very very good I recommend it highly I, I shall I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run through the whole series all right well that is the producer six pack all right Yay. Noel great job on your first time we'll hear from you a little bit later with some true false questions that she's gonna throw my way but when we get back we gotta fix the all-star game manual Ooh, that thing was a mess last night Terrell Thomas. These Urban Times going to join me next. We'll talk about it. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Oh, that was so bad last night. The NBA All-Star Game is just, it's out of control in a bad way right now. We're going to try to fix it with our friend Terrell Thomas, who's joining me on the WadeFord.com hotline. This hour is brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. Terrell, how you doing, my friend? Appreciate the time. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm well. How's everything on your end? Yeah, we're doing good, man. Uh, not great last night, though. Uh, they finally break that 200-point mark in the All-Star game. They tried to go back to the old format, which was the new format, which was the old format. Terrell, <laughs> what do you make of this game, man? How do we get back to the days where the All-Star game maybe wasn't played with 100% effort, but not the garbage we saw last night? You know, it's, it's like a double-edged sword, and I and I, I do think for for guys and, and women around our age who grew up loving the game of basketball, of course, we just see from a competitive standpoint that it's completely different. And I think that's something that you know we've been complaining about for the for the past few years. And as you mentioned, they keep trying to change the format, but it's not working. But it was fascinating for me because I I had a chance for a moment to watch the game yesterday with my son. He's seven and he plays sports and. Although we preach defense, defense, defense to them, he lives in an area where offense and scoring and how you score is just so pivotal. So he was excited to see Dame Lillard pulling up from, you know, beyond the three-point line. And he was excited to see Giannis with, with the monster dunks. I'm on the other end, as you mentioned, I'm looking for defense. I wanted to see someone get a stop, someone get a big play. So it, it's one of those things where I think because we're we're at an age as viewers where We've seen some of the great players, you know, take the game a lot more serious than what we see now, where it's going to be hard to make a change unless it's a severe change. Well, you just mentioned change. Do you think there's something maybe like an extra home game in a playoff round or something along those lines, or would the NBA just not even consider that? No, I see that's that's what I do believe. I think there has to be a drastic change. And I think that it has to be something like, I, I would say it in the finals, similar to what they do in baseball where, you know, whatever team wins the All-Star game in baseball, that conference will have home field advantage in the World Series. I know players may be against it or they may fight back on it a little bit, and we could even say it's unfair to a degree. But whatever team, keep keep the East and the West format. Whatever team wins, that team, if it goes seven, has four of those seven games on their home court. I don't think money is really initiative an initiative right now because guys are paid so much on and off the court. And – with guys, so with guys caring so much about their brands and their reputation in this day and age, it has to be something, in my opinion, that's going to be extremely drastic. And I, I think doing that would 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 stop a lot, and we would see those days of 
Mike versus Larry and Kobe Bryant, you know, trying to play defense on LeBron. I think that's the only way it's really going to happen. Talking all things NBA and Atlanta Hawks with our buddy Terrell Thomas. Check out these urban times. All right, Terrell, when it comes to our guy here in the A, Trey, he did his thing this weekend. He played very well in the three-point shootout. He did his thing in the skills challenge. His team didn't, but he did. So how would you rate overall the showing for Trey in All-Star Weekend? Well, that was the thing I was kind of – I was disappointed, but I was so pleased with. I was pleased with his performance in the skills competition. It seemed like he was taking it seriously, but being out there where, you know, they had that format where it was a three-on-three, I didn't didn't really like that. I would have preferred to see Trey really do his own thing because it seemed like his degree of of seriousness was a lot different than some of the other cats out there. I was pleased with his performance in a three-point competition as well. I thought that he was going to have a – an opportunity to actually win win that uh, tournament right there, but Dame Lillard, you know, did his thing. But I was extremely disappointed in the minutes in which Doc Rivers gave Trey last night. I wanted to see Trey get out there and play with some of the other top guys in the Eastern Conference and really showcase not just to Hawks fans and Atlanta fans who see him on a nightly basis, but nationally for NBA lovers to see just how gifted this guy is as a passer and as a scorer. So I was disappointed there. I was pleased with Saturday night's performance, but I was extremely disappointed in the in the minutes and the playing time in which he got in the actual All Star game. Yeah, I was. I actually think if I have this right, Terrell, he was the last guy to touch the floor uh, for yes, both teams. He was. You, yes. So yes, and, then, and, then, and then he only got 14 minutes after that. So it wasn't exactly like they left him out there a whole bunch. But all right. So now to the Hawks and the second half of the season. What do you think we can realistically expect? from this team? Do you think they have it in them to make a run, maybe try to go for an eighth seed, maybe a seventh seed, or are we going to be looking at this team nine, ten, maybe even out of the playoffs altogether? What do you think? I do think that they that we'll have an opportunity the way the schedule shapes out for them to jump up to a seven, eight. I'm, I'm even going to keep my fingers crossed for a six seed. I, I think it, it just really depends on the momentum we pick up in these first three games. Three home games to start off. We have the Raptors coming to town. We have the Magic. Been, the Magic have been surprisingly good so far this season, and we have the Jazz. I think the our Hawks can win all three of those games, but realistically, I'll, either, I'll even give them two of the three. And if it's, it's, it's about 30 games remaining or so, if every three games we can win at least two of the three, I think we'll have an opportunity to make a leap. We'll see some teams kind of fade off. The Sixers will drop down without Embiid out there. The, the, the tenacity will turn up some, so we'll see where – the Knicks land. We'll see how the Pacers fall. We'll see what the Magic do if they're able to keep up this momentum. So I do believe that the Hawks will have an opportunity to maybe get up to the seventh seed. That still would have them right now as they sit at the 10th spot. They still would be in the playing tournament even if they were able to make that big of a leap. So it'll be difficult. It'll be a challenge to get into the playoffs, but I think they have the talent to do so. What do you think about all the smoke that's been made about Trey and potentially making a move this offseason? The Lakers are interested. The Sixers are interested. Whatever, all these teams. I don't see it happening. First of all, his contract is too fat. And second of all, that, that would signal a total franchise rebuild. What do you make of all the smoke and rumors about Trey? Yeah, I, I, for some reason, you know, for the last few seasons, we've heard, we've heard our Hawks in some type of trade talks, whether it was John Collins a few seasons ago, uh, DeJounte Murray, this 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 past trade deadline, and now Trey Young. I really don't see the Hawks moving Trey, as you as you mentioned. He's the pinnacle player. He's our franchise player, and it would be a complete rebuild. And it would be one of those things, in my opinion, where I don't think Trey Young is playing his best basketball yet. When you look at some guys outside of LeBron James who just made an immediate impact, it took Giannis six, seven years. It took Steph Curry six, seven years. It takes some of these guys who are future Hall of Famers and who we've seen win championships. It takes them some time to really get – 
their 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 footing up under them in the NBA. And though Trey Young has had a lot of success so far in his in his young career, I really don't believe we've seen the best of him. And when if if you look at it, I, you know I won't point fingers and say it's this person's fault or that person's fault. The roster throughout his 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 tenure here so far, I won't say has been subpar, but it's been off and on, and he really hasn't had the opportunity to really build with any players because we've seen guys in and out, in and out coaching as well. He hasn't had a chance to really have two or three years with the same philosophy, the same coaching. So I, I really would hate to see the Hawks get rid of Trey. I think it should be the exact opposite instead of them looking to trade Trey or, or not even them looking to trade Trey, I'll say. Instead of them entertaining trade talks, of course teams are going to want the guy. He's a phenomenal player. Finding a way to get talent to come here to Atlanta so that we can have an opportunity you know, to win a championship or, or really – uh, make noise in the Eastern Conference. So I think I think teams once again, GMs are going to want Trey Young. They see the talent that that young man has. But if I'm Landry, I'm not even entertaining. I'm not picking up the phone and taking those calls. Talking with our buddy Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times talking NBA All Star Weekend and our Atlanta Hawks here. Chris Thomas with you till six o'clock on Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. All right. So if you would agree with me, I think the focus needs to be. Get an athletic big man in here that could protect the rim and score the basketball at a rate that Clint Capella just simply has not been able to do the last couple of seasons. I like Clint. He's a great guy, but he's just not that elite-type center that the Hawks need. Would you agree that's got to be their biggest area of improvement? I, I, would, I, I agree, and I also I do, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly with Clint, as you mentioned, great guy. He, he's had a great NBA career, but I think it's time for us to move on from him. I would like to see more from Onyeka, though. I would like to see more from Double O. Now, when Clint was out a few weeks ago when the Hawks had a pretty tough uh, tough stretch of the Warriors coming to town and the Lakers coming to town and the Clippers coming to town and the Suns coming to town, Onyeka was getting more minutes out there, and the, and the team seemed to really propel and take off offensively. We've seen their offensive efficiency rise, and we saw them pick up some wins against some very notable players and notable teams. And then Clint was asserted back into the lineup, and we saw pretty much a drop in the offense. I think Double O, another guy who's still fairly young, but he's getting his feet up under him in the NBA, I think if we were able to give him more minutes and have a lineup out there of maybe uh, Double O and having Jalen as he continues to grow out there, I think with, with those two, I think we'd be able to have a guy that's able to run the floor who's a rim protector, because I think his defense is, double O's defense is extremely underrated. And he's even improving, and he's taking more three-point shots to where, though, we don't want to see him living out there. Of course, we have Trey Young. We got someone that can handle that. But he can at least stretch the defense and make it happen. So I would like to see double O get more minutes and maybe us add a wing player, add another scorer for sure. We need more scoring out there. But maybe a wing player who hasn't been, who can, can give us and fill in the gaps in some ways in which DeAndre Hunter, unfortunately, hasn't been able to yet. Terrell, you know the NBA is all about recruiting, man. You got to go out on weekends like the NBA All Star. You got to dap up your boys. You got to talk about Atlanta. What a great city it is, but the product just hasn't been what it's needed to be. So, how does this team get another star? Yeah, I, I think it has to be all Trey. And I was hoping and, uh, and and praying to the basketball guys that he would be able to get out there this weekend and do that. That's where the politicking takes place. We all know now that that's where when Kyrie and Kevin Durant decided that. They would form their team and go together in Brooklyn. All-Star Weekend is just that. It's a time, of course, to have a break and, you know, spend a little family time for players. But guys are up there conducting business, and they're finding ways to not only improve their franchises, but ways to improve their resumes throughout their NBA career. So I hope Trey did have the opportunity. We saw him in a few pictures and photos where he was politicking with a few players out there. 
I hope he was able to get into someone's ear and let them know, hey, you, you see all that Atlanta has to offer. You see how great of a sports city this is. All we need is you. Come on down and let's go after a championship. So I think it has to be Trey. Trey has to be the one picking up the phone, making phone calls, or speaking to guys when he has an opportunity because we see that, that that's been a recipe for success over the past few seasons, whether, it's the, whether it was the Warriors recruiting Durant and going to the Hampton or if it was Dwayne Ray recruiting LeBron James, or again, Kevin, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving teaming up and recruiting one another. It has to start with the players, so I hope Trey is going out there and making those calls and shaking those hands to get someone down here with him. From your lips to God's ears, my friend. Terrell Thomas, appreciate <laughs> you as always. These urban times. We'll talk again soon. All right, that is our buddy Terrell Thomas there on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. When we get back, we're going to continue our Atlanta Braves conversation. Our buddy Justin Toscano is going to join us from the AJC. What did he see down at spring training? Ronald Acuna comments. How much does he want? When does he want it? And is this team good enough to win another title? All that and more coming up next. Justin Toscano from the AJC, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, and the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.